Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yes, yes. Welcome in to the HomeLoanExpert.com studios. It's QFTA on the Tim McKernan Show. Tuesday, November 8th, 2022. A QFTA you will never forget. And why is that, Jackson? Uh, because it's packed with so much rich entertaining yet informative wow. content. Unbelievable. Well, I can tell you one thing it's packed with, another erotic story. Our, is our podcast mm. turning into a place for people to share their erotic stories? Yeah. Yeah, I said it today on TMA. We're, we're becoming a bastion of St. Louis erotica. And, it, and it's a magical thing to see happen. Yeah. Um, now, last week's, if you haven't, if you haven't listened, or was it two weeks ago? can't recall either way we had the the situation in which one of our listeners was encouraged to sleep with the wife yeah, that of, was last week that was last week mm-hmm. and we broke down whether or not it is true me and you believe it's true yes and uh on tma doug iggy and the plowhawk do not believe it's true yeah if i'm not mistaken yeah png plus d they they disagree they, with they it do not believe that it is a true story i believe that it is true yeah uh, with that said, we have yet another one, and, uh, well, this pleases me because it is uh, a sapphic play. Wow. It's sapphic? It's sapphic in nature. Jeez. Yeah. What, what's, what's going on? I don't know, but i, I got to tell you something. I'm happy about it. Yeah. Maybe because I came out and I said, you know what? I've engaged in group sex. Come on, friends. Yeah. Come on in. Now, I haven't come out and said I've beaten off on I-70. No. No, but we still got that. Yeah. Yeah, that, that that's going to be a big holiday reveal. <laughs> yeah, I guess lead by example. Absolutely. And so I guess the people are like, you know what? If Tim's willing to acknowledge his creepiness, then I shall share stories. Right. Because you've been so hidden about it for years. <laughs> I absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> I really have. Yeah, uh, it's amazing to me also that in in so many different ways that it's uh it's just accepted and nobody even bats an eye about it. Right. <laughs> you know, like if Doug were to, for example, mm. say, yeah, I had a foursome, you know. Yeah, but, <laughs> you know people would think. There might be a Dan Caesar story about it. Yeah, there was massive uproar <laughs> over that. I don't know. I try to wake up from the dream. But I can't, I can't begin to tell you how happy that makes me that I can talk about this stuff. And I know there are people who we work with who listen to it, much less family members of mine who listen to it. And everybody just kind of goes, eh. Yeah. 
that I mean, that to me I've I've achieved I don't know what I've achieved but it does strike me as an achievement like I said I guess indifference is what you've achieved that's it. Yes. <laughs> and I can't tell you I I want to get to a point and I've certainly re- where I'm not asked to do shit I don't want to do right and where I can talk openly about the life that I lead and it can include group sex or degenerate gambling what other vices I don't know yeah uh Sure, we're missing out on Sports some gambling. Yeah, I have already said that. That uh, that people are saying, eh, whatever. Kind of expect it and don't think anything of it. Yeah, that's a wonderful thing. But what if, like down the hallway, Randy Carricker goes, you know, I was in this this foursome one time, and a gentleman was pleasuring himself at the end of the bed. Can you imagine what it would look like in the 101 ESPN text? <laughs> they would they would think that like we pay them to say that. They would think we would be blamed. hundred percent. Well, who else would be blamed? No way they would think Randy did that on his own accord. Oh, yeah, but they would think we pay them off to do that. Yeah. So I'm. I have to tell you, I'm very pleased. I'm very pleased. I'm very pleased yeah. with it. And it's then great I, development. It is. It's and now it's leading to. It's taken a while. The wave was out on the horizon, and now it's starting to crash into the beach. But the erotic stories are coming in fast and furious. So send yours in. T. McKernan at InsideSTL.com. I promise you anonymity. I mean, that is... Yeah, that is true. That is that is of the highest importance, and that's just the way that it is. Um, and so, you know, know that. Or you can just create a burner, as sure. uh, some are, are welcome to do. And, uh, and we will read them and uh, decipher and so on and so forth. Also, questions regarding sports, politics, entertainment, music. Jackson, of course, is a film aficionado. Uh, how about this? I'm going to start here. Cool. Today is election day. It is. Two o'clock. I can't begin to tell you how strongly I feel about the importance of an election today. Mm-hmm. And really, only one. Honestly, uh, would you like to take a guess as to which one it is? Ooh, St. Louis County Executive. Yeah, you shipped it. You didn't really even hesitate. You turned over your cards right away, and you knew I was on nine high. When you know you got a full boat, you turn them. You over. move on. Yeah. And so I was discussing. Anna Marie and I were uh, in a rare moment, just the two of us, just having some booze and drinking. And I said, we have an agreement on TMA. I don't want to call it an agreement because then it makes it sound like right. th- there were people who disagreed with it. Ever since January 7th, 2021, that were just like, yeah, I can't talk politics on the show. Right. I do so on, on this podcast, but on, the sh- on TMA. And I think it has been one of the best developments in show history. It's one of those things that you probably don't even realize until you would, right. if so, it came, or for it to come back. Right, yeah, then you, you know what realize, I mean? yeah. Uh, and that was something we all agreed to because the show on the morning of January 7th, 2021, nearly got me out of the business. I went to dinner with my wife that night and said, that might be it. That was that was easily my least favorite show in the history of the show and to this day. And I hope, you know, that there is never one that, that would pass that uh, for being the worst. So I, I was talking with, I said, I feel so strongly about Manavani. But I and I know Doug would agree with me, so we wouldn't have any, you know, discrepancy right. on what is real and what is not real, and you know any of that. And I don't really see county executives as, as being yeah. a Republican or Democrat thing, even yeah. though I realize, understandably, and I don't fault people for. Well, how is he a Democrat now? He's a Republican because that's how most people view the prism of politics at the moment, and right. that's 
hopefully something that we'll look back on as something in the past and not something that is here to stay. But with that said, I said, and I would like to talk about it, but then part of me feels like it can have a negative effect on him by me vouching so strongly for him. What are your thoughts on that? Because at this point, by the time people hear this, I mean, the election polls will be closing. So we're essentially, and obviously I didn't do it on TMA. Number one, I don't even know if I can. And by can, I mean, yes, my company owns the intellectual property of TMA. And by that, I mean the the content, but we don't, we aren't the bosses. Right, exactly. And and therefore, if Hubbard's like, yeah, you don't talk politics on our radio station. So it's not like I even checked but i would have checked if i had decided to do it but i would have felt like in the sense it was some form of a double standard to talk about it with that said but i felt like if i did talk about it it could possibly have a negative effect on him because there were people who would vote against him just because i was talking how highly i felt about him yeah i hear where you're coming from there and on the other side there might be people who are undecided possibly or didn't really do a lot of research beforehand who heard you say that in the morning and maybe voted for him. You know, yeah. I think it goes both ways. Yeah, I just didn't know. But um, I, I just, I feel so strong. My, like my mood will be impacted by the results of that race. Mm-hmm. And as weird as it is, even though there's much more substantial, quote unquote, I use that, um, I feel like that's already kind of determined and the, and the ship has sailed and it doesn't really matter what happens tonight. Winter is coming. And it's going to be a much stronger storm than it was in 2020. That is my belief. And I would love, as I talked about this a couple months ago, anybody is welcome to um, explain, give me their perspective if they don't see it that way. But with that all said, from a St. Louis County executive position, I could not feel any more strongly about it. And if you, you know, listen to Mark on the podcast uh, when he was a guest about a month ago, perhaps you uh, heard it. I had some people texting me or emailing and saying how it's so clear how how much of a difference he is but and I was thinking about it I was going god this is I feel so strongly about it strangely I feel more strongly about this than offices of much greater importance um because I feel like you're going to see tangible local effects right, here. Right, What What the president of the United States does affects you personally, like your community, less than what the county executive does. It depends. Sense, it's, it it depends. It's a, it's a case-by-case situation. Right. But right. I feel very strongly, like, I just don't, I don't know. I, I Tonight, as far as national elections go, whatever, it, ship has sailed, and it's, like I said, winter's coming, no matter what happens with this mm-hmm. stuff tonight. Um you think that you were, by the way, as moderators of the TMA fan page, going to be an active evening? Uh, semi-active. You think so? Yeah. I, I don't, people have been pretty good about the no politics policy since that's been enacted a month or two ago. Thing is, the the ones who know and you know violate do it late, late at night. That's when the witching hour. The witching hour starts around eleven, probably goes till about one. Then you and I get up at four or five, and, yeah, and then and we see the work that's been done overnight. I don't, yeah, that's how. I mean, that's every morning. That's for before we've set up the new rules. That's how it went. Every morning was, it was like this post that was posted at one in the morning is no good. <laughs> um, you got to put a uh, hundred dollars down. Who wins county executive? Got to put a hundred dollars down. Got to Sam Page. If Make I Sam had to Page put a hundred down, I always would go with the incumbent. If I had to put money down. 
I, I think Montavani wins. And I'm putting this on the record, knowing that by the time people listen to this, they will know the results. And I am therefore exposed, so to speak, to doing the, one of the things that I've learned in broadcasting that has no upside, which is to seriously give predictions, and in particular, predictions about politics. Right, with no outs. With, yeah, 100% no out. Um, but I, I'm on a streak on local elections, local being Missouri mm. and and then on down, that I, maybe maybe the streak will come to an end, but I think he is going to win. Would you like to bet 20 bucks with the Venmo? I don't feel strong enough, and I'm hemorrhaging. <laughs> like, I'm serious. I, when I Venmoed you after the Astros won, I looked back and I just been I've been just been like like I'm some like people might think I'm paying you rent because it's, it's like once every couple of weeks twenty more bucks to Tim. I was surprised you took the Phillies action, but you know, hey, whatever. I did believe. I did believe. I had I had belief in that. Well, I would assume you did. Otherwise, it would have been pointless to bet. Well, yeah. Sometimes I'd make well. You you think Sam Page, so why not bet the twenty bucks? Well, I'm only saying that because he's the incumbent. I think the incumbent. If if it's you know fifty fifty race, you give one percent to the incumbent in a sense. I am. I I really. I I, but I but I also recognize that my. I don't want to say my heart. I guess to an extent it is. I kind of feel like this is our last chance. Mm. Um, At least probably in the near future, and. If it doesn't work out, wow. Um, so I'm anxious to see. And I also, as weird as it sounds, because it's such a localized race and no one outside of St. Louis County will be talking about it unless something bizarre happens, that it could be um, an indication of a way to win going forward. Right. That you don't have to necessarily be off in your far left or far right world right being like yeah it all it takes is like one person being right down the middle and winning to be an example but as we said county executive different story isn't necessarily the same as you know running for take your pick of whatever else so with that said that's that's where i am i decided not to do it um and in part because you know if this were kfns for example I know that I could have, mm-hmm. and here I didn't know. And then on top of it, we've just kind of had an agreement. We're just not going to talk politics. And while it's something that I think everybody on the show would agree with, that doesn't make it, that doesn't change the agreement. Right, You know, right. so you can't have a double standard if we right. all agree. Yeah. So that was my thought process on it. And in reality, how much would it have mattered? But I do feel so strong. I was sitting with him, I don't even know, probably more than a year ago. Oh, no, it was, it was this year, I think. And he wasn't even thinking about running. Because there's this thing that's getting attached to him by a handful of people. For the most part, people I read are on board. Like, he's getting endorsements from places. You, I mean, the Post-Dispatch endorse a Republican. How rare is that? Right. Uh, that, you know, he's telling me he was asked to run for the United States Senate. Asked to. Jeez. And I go, did you know that? I don't know. Really? Mm-mm. He said that thing. That's why maybe I should have. And I said, my God, that is an honor. And I said, what do you think? He goes, I'm not running for the U.S. Senate. That's not what I do. Right. That, 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 that's, that, they don't do anything. <laughs> I want to do something. Right. You know, I want to actually have an impact going there. That's, that's glamorous and title only. Yeah, he wants the job, not the title. Yes. 
and from my st- and also he doesn't care if you like him for lack of a better term which is why the fact that he's running a third time is so for those of us who know him is so right word is significant i guess it's still not the right word he does not like campaigning gotcha like yeah because in in because he kind of got to turn on certain things that and he he just wants to get the job done right but he realizes in order to get the job you got to campaign because you got to win in order to get the job right so it's it's the the way that it is but doing business but uh, i mean he was hesitant to run a second time much less a third time but I think it's I think for some who want to paint him a certain way, it's like, oh, he just wants to win and so he can advance his career. And it's like he has zero interest of doing anything other than being St. Louis County executive, which is exactly the kind of person you want to run for an office. Somebody who is only focused on that job, period. And also who doesn't care if a move is popular, if he thinks it is going to be the right thing for the region and not for his own career. That, yeah. to me, is what you want. I think it's what the United States historically has had more of as opposed to whatever you've got going on now. Or, like I said, you know, it's out on the horizon and may God help us all here in the next couple of years. But short term, locally, here's somebody who possibly could have become a United States senator and was borderline insulted when I asked him, you know, if he was considering <laughs> it. <laughs> and I'm like, I don't know how many how many senators, has, when Anna Marie and I were bullshitting, I go, there's been probably, how many senators do you think there's been in the United States history? Uh, just, just throw out a number because it doesn't fuck him. I'm just trying to see if we're in the ballpark. Uh, it's 50,000? Oh, dude. I know, is there two a state? Right. For 300, 280 years, I don't know. I'm bad at math. I guess so. I'm going to edit out the right math. <laughs> and then insert it. Yeah, I'm going to insert you being like, good work. Uh, yeah. yeah. See, uh, how many U.S. senators have there been? I know there's QFTA word problems. Yeah, it is. Let's see what we got. Have there been. Let's see if we can get actual number. Um, oh, wow. All right. Your, yours wasn't as bad. Oh, no, no, no. I uh, take that back. 12,421 individuals have served as representatives, senators, or in both capacities. Yeah, I'm in the right ballpark. For, probably for House representatives, yes. I'm probably pretty close. Uh, there have been 10,427 members who served only as representatives, 1,314 members who've served only in the Senate, and 680. Oh, my God. My guess was 2,000. No bullshit. There have been 2,000 senators in the history of the country. Okay. So there have been hundreds upon hundreds of Americans in the history of the nation. Mm -hmm. And there have only been 2,000 senators. And here I am sitting there having a drink with somebody who could be one of those 2,000 and is irritated with me that I thought, hey, maybe, you know, I recognize there have been only 46 presidents there are only 2,000 senators. I mean, talking about an exclusive club. Right, because there's only two a state. Right. right. Two a state, yeah. The representatives based on population. Exactly. Okay. So that's why I, I did guess 2,000, which yeah. apparently is like the math is, Right. it's well, actually been 1,994. Holy shit. Well, now shit. that I do the math in my head, two a state, so 100 a term, yeah. and then- over, And some of them sit there forever. Right. Senators, you, know? you can sit on there for a long time. Right. Mitch McConnell. So, Yeah. But the reason I say that is, can you imagine how many people running for office right now, if they were asked to be a United States senator, 
and they would go, "Oh, I'm not doing that. You don't do shit. Can you? I mean, can you right. picture that right now?" Well, because every like most people who are in that politics world are looking to move up, right? And so, how can you move up faster in senator? Obama was a senator, right? Or, you know. It's essentially you're on the doorstep of either being vice president or running for president, right? Jay, I mean, there's been a lot. I, I, the interesting number would be how many presidents were once senators. That would be an interesting number of the forty-six. Yeah. Ah, uh, let's see. We could immediately rule out Washington and Trump. Right. Those two. Um, I think Biden was. George W. Bush was not. No, he wasn't. I'm going to guess. Was. Yeah, yeah, Biden was. I'm going to guess. 30, Clinton, Clinton was not. I'm going to guess 32. Reagan was not. Yeah. I don't believe. He was governor, so yeah. I don't know if George I don't think H. Carter w. Bush was, was either. I'm going to guess 32 is my guess. 32 wow. of the 46. All right. I'm going to type it in. We're having fun with math. How many senators became president? All right. This is fun. This is became president. And what's your number again? 32. 32 is Jackson's number. 17. 17. Fuck. Having a rough one with this one. Yeah. Overshooting. Uh, three senators went directly from the United States Senate to the White House. Name those three senators. Barack Hussein Obama. That's correct. John F. Kennedy. That's correct. If you get this one. Rutherford B. Hayes. <laughs> when you said if you get this one, I felt You went, that, that was right. I, I did kind of give off a tell. I'm a little yeah, disappointed in myself. I had to go obscure. Miller. Uh, Warren G. Harding, yeah, friend, of, friend of the show. The, <laughs> he is, yeah, he's probably the least known president. Uh, William Henry Harrison. But even he probably is because he... Ah, go to the 19th century. You got a lot to choose from there. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, uh, Warren G. Harding uh, okay. went right from the Senate. I'm actually surprised that it's only three. Right. Well, I picked the two youngest. Were relative. I knew Obama went straight from the Senate to there. And then JFK, where else would he have been? You know, he was 35 when he was elected president, so. No. Shit. God, what are we doing here? What's going on? How old was JFK? He wasn't 35. I, th- I think 35 is the age you have to be to even run. Right. I thought he was, like, maybe 36 or 7. I'm doing a lot of Wikipediaing here. Let's see. Uh, George uh, George H. W. I read his uh, or his son's autobiography. Well, I guess therefore it wouldn't be autobiography. His son's book on his dad, mm. Decision Points, if I'm not mistaken. I read that George H. Uh, George W. Bush on his father before his father passed away. What's our next question of asinine shit? How today? old was JFK when he was elected? Okay. The, Would I, you like to bet twenty dollars on the thirty-five thing? No, I'll no. even give you five-year birth. You'll give me five? Yeah. All right. Yeah, I'm in on that. Okay. Yeah. Sweet. Just remote on over. This is big. Year he was elected. I was. I thought it was either 42 or 43. 43. Fuck. Fuck. fuck Send fuck. it on over. So he's 45 and he died. Um, God, I mean, what are we doing here? Well, I, I assume he was inaugurated in 61. He died in 63. He was 46. God, he was 40, my age. That's crazy. Yeah, that doesn't. I was it's actually, like when I saw Quinn Snyder become basketball coach at 32 and I'm 23, and I'm like, of course, 32 is ancient. Right. And then I look back and I go, oh, my God. Right. Obama was young, too, when he went in. I'm, not, in I'm done, I'm done doing done. any guessing. But you keep saying that, and I just keep cal- – I mean, for real, I might be able to retire from a show and just collect money from you. Trust me, the well dr- runs dry pretty quick. <laughs> Eventually, it's going to I haven't gotten it. Where the fuck's my money? Give me my money. I was trying to think of something clever to put in the caption. <laughs> Unbelievable. I'm surprised you went down that road. God, what a bad day for Horton Watkins. 
surprising. Yeah. yeah. I thought he was 35. It's been a minute too. since I've been there, too. So <laughs> that's my excuse. Uh, so anyway, that's, uh, yeah. I don't know. I feel so strongly about it. I, I just, and on top of it, I, I will be surprised if he doesn't win. So I'm I'm leveraged. I really want him to win. There isn't anything else I'm paying attention to. I won't pay attention to it because it's going to be gross. Right. Yeah, Do you agree with me? Oh, yeah. I would. It's have... going to be gross. Right. It is going to be gross. Um, have you seen Bill Maher's new rules for this past Friday? Mm-mm. I would recommend watching it. All right. Um, yeah, because he is also on the winter is coming. He just doesn't say winter is coming. He's I, he might even be more dramatic than I am on it. But either way, uh, yeah, this is going to be this is going to be something else. So I will focus on. Let me ask you this. Here's another thing. Okay. <laughs> I just You're feel like, like it's going to cost me money. <laughs> just get, just get to the fucking orgy story, <laughs> no, just, and then I then I'm going home. No, I just feel like I'm just, whatever's coming next is going to end end with me Venmoing you more money. I've been invited to not that it's not that it's like the ball or anything like that. Uh-huh. The uh, Monavani campaign. Oh, nice! Well, you're being serious there. Even though you were high pitched, I could tell you were being serious. Well, that's lovely. Still high pitched. <laughs> that's lovely. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's really nice. Anybody can. You could walk in. You know, right. it doesn't matter. It's not exclusive. My mm-hmm. question is, would you go? No. Yeah. Hey, wake up. Now, why why wouldn't you go? This might, this might be a one-on-one ESPN moment where I expose you. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, I mean, I just, well, first of all, I assume people there will be at least 20 years my senior. I would agree, yeah. It doesn't seem like, and I don't think anyone's, like, going to go there and talk about the Missouri press break or something, so. <laughs> if they're not talking Missouri basketball, you can't attend an event. Well, I don't, like, what well, like, I don't, I don't know. I guess I'm just not as emotional. And plus, you know, who's got the time? Well, honestly, when it gets down to, I, I just think about a variety of different factors. I mean, number one, we have to get babysitters. That's yeah. that's yeah, you, that, you're that's, that's with the world that I'm yeah, that's the I, world. I'm not concerned as to whether or not they're talking about you know the win over Southern Indiana or not. Six point one. So, but I've never been to one of those things. Yeah, it's. I mean, like in when they portray the movies and TV, it seems like a real, real party. I just can't assume it would yeah. live up to. I got to be honest with the thing that a lot of the people there will be celebrating throughout the night. I'm not going to be celebrating, you know. Right. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, yeah, I hear. Oh, okay, yeah. Oh, I didn't even think about that. Not no, to mention, I, yeah. Not to mention, it seems like a past hors d'oeuvres thing, and I don't do that. Past hors d'oeuvres. Yeah, like I don't know if I should eat beforehand or not, and then if I get there and it's just past hors d'oeuvres. But I think the world of Mark, and so it's about Mark and his family. Right. I don't know his wife well, met his wife. And I just respect, and I, here's the other thing I, I, I neglected. To, we don't, I don't think we think of it, and especially I think Biden got labeled and people dislike him. And so it's like, oh, you know, you're Joe Biden, you're just running and you're running and you're running. It takes, especially when you don't need it and you've got however much money he has he does not need to be here, hmm. number one. Yeah. He could be doing whatever. But then to lose three times, to put yourself out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It takes a lot of courage. And while, you know, the state of Missouri is as red as it gets now, St. Louis County is not. No. And so he is an in, uh, underdog. 
Right. And so he is exposing himself to losing three times. That I also respect that. Oh, absolutely. Because again, he doesn't need to do it. This isn't like you know his father said at some point, son, you will run for not president, St. Louis County Executive. I mean, you are taking on a headache, and I I think he's in his mid sixties. Uh, you know, when you don't need to, but he just believes so passionately in the potential of St. Louis rediscovering greatness that he's willing to do it. I just have I just have such a respect for it. He just I don't know. To me, he is exactly what you want. And somebody running for office. Yeah, agreed. You agreed. know what I mean? Yeah, just from a character standpoint. It's And that's why I feel so strongly about it. So I don't know. So I told Anna Maria, I said, hey, you know, is there any way we can maybe go? She goes, yeah. You know, I know you feel strongly about it. So anyway, there it is. But yeah, I mean, what am I going to do? I mean, you're talking, I mean you, you know, you might be less, less popular than me. Do you follow that? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You see what I'm saying? Mm, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I get exactly what you're saying. And yes, I agree. I don't know. Yeah, and, you know, and uh, you can support without necessarily, you know, being there. Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to be screaming when, <laughs> you know. Bring a foam finger or something. Start the woo. Whoever, you know. Yeah, that would be. That, when that. Tucker Carlson appears and, you know, <laughs> <laughs> gives an update. Uh, you oh, know, yeah, I can yeah just, I bet that that will be, yeah. be the home coverage. <laughs> so anyway, uh, all right. Well, there's there's that. How about that whole how about that whole deal? Thank you to the HomeLoanExpert.com. Thank you to James Carlton of Carlton State Farm Insurance Agency in Webster Groves. Thank you to Mark Hanna of Evergreen Wealth Strategies. Thank you to Jamie Burkhardt, Clayton Patterson, and Peter Munganast of Munganast St. Louis Acura and Alton Toyota. And thank you to Seth Goldcamp of Design Air Heating and Cooling online at designairservice.com for making this podcast possible. We are very great. Anything you want to get off your chest? You want to talk about Missouri last night? No. You can edit it out. No. It's that there it is. I got the Venmo from you. Oh, Fun yeah, with math there. is what this is titled. Yeah. Yeah, and I think I... Uh, I think I owe my guys some money, too, so you're helping me. God bless. Glad, glad, I, could, glad I could help out. <laughs> I had a six-game parlay on Saturday night, uh-huh. and I think I said this on 101. I don't even know why. I was looking for the games where all the dumb shits were betting on one side, and then I was betting the opposite, and five of the six hit. Oh, yeah. That's all I do. Trust me, yeah. I, I, don't, I don't go. I don't know. I didn't, I, when I saw James Madison was only like a five-point underdog to Louisville, I go, that's kind of fucking surprising. Still betting James Madison because all the fucks are betting Louisville. Louisville yeah, coming that's, off that win against Wake Forest. So that's that's, and I, uh, I got skull fucked this weekend in gambling. God, and there was a little twenty five dollar parlay, and if James Madison covers, I win fourteen hundred bucks. It's yeah, just dumb. Nice. I don't win them. I do think I probably will hit one, and I'll eventually break even. Yeah, I hit know? one this year. I hit one this year, and then it allows me to just do this stupid shit. Yep, I broke. I've broken even because I've hit one parlay this year. But uh, it was dumb. It, it, it's never smart. Like, you oh, know, every time you're doing it, you're negative like, EV I'm, I'm giving away money. Negative EV festival. Yeah. But uh, thank you to continue to support my gambling habit by your just asinine bets. Right. One day I'll win. <laughs> One day I'll take you for all you got. I'm just, I'm, it's, I'm Teddy KGB. I'll let you keep winning. And then then you're going to, yeah, I respect I'm going to lick that, my that, Oreo and uh, I'm going to uh, take you for all you got. Three stacks of high society. Let's see what we got. I thought this one, I, I got one. Uh, Yesterday, that was complimentary to you. Ooh, so lovely. But I don't, and I know I responded to the gentleman, but I don't see it in the QFTA folder. So if I got a response, I'll go to the sent mail folder and I will read it. So I want to give, uh, Thank I you. got a compliment here. Uh, Timothy, 
All of this is meant to be complimentary, so please take it as such. Iggy and Plowsy interviewing Maitland Ward was honestly some of the best content that I have heard Iggy do, and highlights he can be a prepared, involved, knowledgeable host. Looking forward to the Maddie Dreads interview on Pepper and Genie. And I used to be in the camp of not enjoying the show as much when you were out of studio. But when Jackson is running point, I personally have none of those concerns. Have the complaints about you being outshifted? As Jackson, as have the complaints about you being out... Oh, I see. There, I don't know how to read that properly, but now I see. Have the complaints of you being out shifted, see, there yeah. needs to be an emphasis, emphasis. Yeah. as Jackson has blossomed into the talented young man he's becoming. Thanks, I'll shut up and listen. That's from Nathan. How about that? Well, it's so nice, Nathan. Isn't that nice? It's like Lisa, the friend of the feather. It is. She's a gem. Um, uh, that's incredible. I, I really do appreciate the kind words. Not and, as uh, much as I appreciate it, trust me. It <laughs> allows me to take some vacation. For real, for real. But, um, I mean, we st- I mean, I think 90% are, you know, just doing the classic TMA roast kind of thing. But, yeah, I mean, we get I mean, Doug But I went up. into the text inbox yesterday when I got up. I woke up, by the way. Mm. I, I think I've taken, I don't know how many sick days I've taken. I really don't like taking sick days. First right. off, I don't Two get sick all that often. Right, right. So my son has been sick, um, and it's still going. And it's like, as we're talking, it's still going. So we're approaching almost a week now. Yeah. And then all the kids in the class get sick, and so what happens? Yeah, they bring it, it home. They bring yeah. it home. So that's, that's where we are. And so I woke up at standard time Monday morning and first time ever, I never like, oh, I'll go back to bed and I never, because I know you don't, it's just, it just, it doesn't work for me. And some people can do it and it's great for me. I don't, it's like, I don't take naps either. And I, as I immediately fell back asleep, um, and it's 6.15, cause I had been up, I don't know from what time, one thirty to maybe 3.30 or something. Oh, brutal. But I fell back asleep. Mm-hmm. So then the, the alarm goes off, and then I'm like, I'll sleep. I'll go at 6.15, I get up, I turn the lights on, do my whole routine, and I'm like, I feel like shit. Like, I don't think I can do a good job. And I knew, like, if it were today, where there wasn't that much to talk about, the Blues lost last night, but there was so much to talk about, I'm like, I'm not going to be able to do my job well. Mm-hmm. And and I know we're we're doing some significant things here with Sound Story that will be announced here over the next week, and I know I got to spend a lot of time on that, and I've got to make sure I'm on. I can't, I just can't do it. Right. So that means I texted you like at six fifteen, six twenty, which is super late for me to text you, and uh, and then they also have to adjust on one hundred one ESPN. So I texted right. uh, Tommy Mattern, head of programming, and Mike Ryder, executive producer for. For 101 ESPN. So anyway, I don't get up after I fall back asleep. I mean, immediately, too. Holy shit. Until close to 10 o'clock. I mean, wow. for me, that is unheard of. Back in when I was in Columbia, it'd be weird if I got up that early. But now, and so I'm like, oh, I wonder how the show's going. Because Jackson, as I jokingly tell him, no matter what happens, will tell me everything went great. Yep. Which I do not appreciate at all. But that's the deal. Well, when, when have we ever had a show where we're like, well, that, well, that, what a bomb that was? <laughs> no, if something were to go wrong. Oh, yeah. Well, then I would tell you. Yeah. But okay. nothing, never since, ever since you've, like, any day you've been out, nothing's ever, like, catastrophically gone wrong. So I, I log in to the text inbox to see, it, you know, what the topic du jour was. And certainly there are, you know, there, there are complaints, but there are always complaints. Oh, yeah. But as far as, like, right at 7.07, when people heard your voice instead of mine... There wasn't like an uproar. No. And so what I wrote back to this gentleman was, is something that we've talked about on the podcast before. 
and I don't consider you like doing a, you know, ripoff of me, but as a longtime listener of the show, you either via osmosis or just subconsciously yeah. know kind of the way that I host the show. And so therefore, even though I've never listened to you host the show, there is a probably similarity to how I host the show that then doesn't breed the hatred for when the show sounds totally different when the person running point makes the show sound different. Yeah, right. That's yeah. what I think it is. And oh, on yeah. top of it, I, I don't think anything that either one of us are doing is going, wow, <laughs> you know, these guys are pretty special. No, no. So I think a lot of people could come in and do it, but because you, you know, have listened for so right, long right. that you don't, you just come in and, and, and do it and distribute the ball. Like right, do. that's the key. Is, and is, then when there's a moment where you're like, I got to change the topic, you just jump in. Even yeah. if it irritates Iggy because you're just <laughs> grabbing the ball from him, you know, like Kobe, and go, yeah. okay, it's in the best interest of the team. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes, yeah, sometimes you got to grab the ball and, right. and bring it up to court before we get a 10-second violation. Right. Uh, yeah, that's the thing. It's like you just so you're listening to the show. I mean, shit, we, I, we're like on show 220 of this year alone. You know, times that by, I've been listening to now, including the years I've been on the show, eight years. It's like a couple thousand shows, times that by three hours. I'm not good at math, like I said, but that's a lot of time listening to the same style, even if the show day-to-day, while similar or different, the hosting style is very much the same pretty much across the board. So subconsciously, you just kind of do it the way that you've always heard it because you know it sounds good in your mind good being relative good in my mind meaning like right it but sounds similar, similar to it right that's right. what the show sounds like right and there's a i mean it's been on you know almost 18 years it's there's a you know the formula clearly you know as a as a good outcome so right so yeah so if, if it's something that's working you don't you don't fix it mess with it so yeah. anyway but yeah i don't get i don't know if i necessarily the, the, the complaints in the last five years the complaints I got by far the most were talks, talk, talking politics. And the one that always was odd to me, and I, I will say it again, even though I know it will ring with a lot of you listening at this exact moment, were attacking me for Doug Vaughn's opinions. And I'm like, here's Doug's email if you want to talk it over with him. Right. But if I were saying something that you disagreed with and you emailed Doug... I'd be like, what the fuck are you doing? Right. So why are you emailing me about Doug's opinions? You know? Yeah, that, that that's always been that's a that's a strange dynamic thing. Right. Like, and I mean, I would there there isn't a thing. I swear to you, there's plenty of shit I look back on in my life or on the show where I, oh, I wish that would have happened. Or there's things I know that you couldn't have changed. But in this, I would never like want to like turn this into crossfire, which right. was an old CNN show where like arguing it just. It, it's think think of your friend whatever side of the aisle you are on and and your and your friend who is on the other side of the aisle do you think there's anything you can say that is going to change their mind it's just not going to happen no. because we're not debating philosophy we're debating facts right and so Doug's view of what is factual and my view of what is factual is just totally different but I think the world of him and I wouldn't want somebody who thought the world of me to attempt to dress me down right on the show, especially if we work together on a daily basis. it's it, To me, I just would consider it to be disrespectful. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Now, I want to make it clear, it's not like hundreds of emails came in about it, but a good number did mm-hmm. to the point that it's it's not just like a one-off or a two-off. And I just never understood it. But I guess I, I try to put myself in the position of the audience. This fucking microphone, Jackson, it's going to lead to my uh, 
early a demise. Um, see if I can get it to stay up. I was battling with it yesterday. Where I am. Um, if I put myself in the position of the audience, they still, Tim, you're in charge, therefore you, you right. see what I'm saying? Right, yeah. So it's, that's, that's it's a it, no win. And it's, well, that's what it goes back to. Since you are in charge, <laughs> silence him right. or, you know, argue with him about it. I'm like, yeah, he thinks this. I, but he's a great guy. Exactly. This isn't, you know, some scumbag who I know is in here peddling bullshit right. to and, make money. You right. know, it's, 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 it's what he thinks. And fuck, I don't know. How do I know I'm right on exactly. top of it? Exactly. Like, well, so right. it's, it's, you're basically people are like asking like to debate Doug through you. And that's that's not a it's not cool. And B, it would be terrible, terrible. Well, it just doesn't have, we just don't at this point. We're going right. on now nearly two years now. I get I suppose even though, again, it's you and I were talking about. Yeah, we did this before we started recording the podcast on a totally different topic. And I said, yeah, can you imagine if you and I go, but I can't imagine because you would never ask <laughs> right. me to do that. So right. it's not possible. But if Doug for, and again, this is something that would never happen because it's not his personality, uh, were to just like start making up shit for effect, which I believe is a brilliant political business model for on-air personalities right now. But that's that's the thing. He really, truly believes it and thinks it. And while I don't share his opinions on a number of things, I know him, I like him, I respect him. And if that is the box for anybody in any topic boxes, I'm, I'm certainly not going to dress them. I don't know who I'm going to dress down publicly anyway, honestly. <laughs> if I had a disagreement with somebody, I'm going to handle it privately. Yeah. But if you're a listener of the show, you didn't like him saying things that you viewed to be factually inaccurate. A lot of it was in 2020 when things were at an absolute high point of intensity. And so that's – but it just it struck me as odd being mad at me about Doug. Yeah, that's uh, that's odd. That but is, that's what that I felt like there was yeah. more anger directed toward me for Doug than at Doug for Doug. Right. Oh, but yeah. maybe it's because it was coming toward me and it, it but the, here's the thing about Doug. He doesn't give a fuck. No. He does not give a fuck. Nope. Doug Vaughn on-air personality Nirvana is something every on-air personality should seek. Yeah, seriously, uh, he does not yeah, does he, not care. Yeah, he just absolutely <laughs> Care and couldn't and couldn't care any less about anything. You know what I care about? Erotic stories, and we have one for you. That's Ooh. that's what we've got. Jackson, settle in. Okay. I think you're about to enjoy a soft cow. I just I just tilted my microphone up in <laughs> imagery. Was that, a, was that a phallic? A yeah, I'm trying, trying to. My wife and I were out bar hopping with another couple during the summer. We started drinking around 11 a.m. So by 9 p.m. Everyone was feeling pretty good. I was sitting at the bar with my buddy, and my wife was sitting by his wife. She came over to me and said, let's go. Whoa. whoa, whoa. What's the problem? Let's back it up just, just a tiny bit, because I feel like we're, we just dived in the pool, and now we're doing I read what the listeners send me if I believe it to be true. So it's the husband, the wife, and another couple. That's correct. Okay. That's all the people. Have they given us a setting? Uh, Bar. Got it. Thank you. No problem. Any questions, please. Don't yeah, no, no. She came over to me and said, let's go. We're going back to their house for a foursome. Okay. This does move quickly. Yeah, I mean, jeez. I have to say, in, in, in the fortunate situations I have been in, that I wish for everyone who wants one, especially you. Right. Thank you. In my experiences, it's not sniper fire. You can sense... Ah, you can okay. say, like, like, like I talk about winter is coming. Right. When winter arrives, most people who have been paying attention won't be like, 
holy shit, what the <laughs> fuck is this? Damn, it got cold quickly. <laughs> yeah, I hear what you're saying. So, so, but either way, hey, you know, I guess it can happen in a variety of ways. Uh, this caught me by surprise, as we had never really done this before. But my wife had been with a woman a few times before we got together. We headed back to their house, and we all sat around the fire pit. The girls excused themselves to go discuss this further to make sure everyone was on the same page. My wife wanted to make sure her friend would not regret this or feel uncomfortable, so she kept asking her if she was sure that she wanted to do it. Next thing I know, the friend pushed her up against the truck and kissed her and said, You mean do this? Oh, God. Wow. After this, the two girls headed back to the bedroom. My friend and I were hanging out in the kitchen, just waiting for the girls to finally be ready. We eventually made our way back to his bedroom to see the girls together in bed in their bra and panties. The plan was... uh, Hold on a second. (laughs) There was no punctuation, but there was an indentation. This is moving way too fast. I know. I I have like 30 questions I want to ask, but I got to get the story out. We eventually made our way back to his bedroom, and then it's capitalized to see the girls. So, But I think it's just to see the girls together in bed in their bra and panties. The plan was for the girls to play, and we would watch... And then eventually my wife and I would leave the bedroom to have shacks together and my friend and his wife would stay in the bedroom. Next, there's a whole, this was mapped out like the Philly special. Next thing I know, my buddy climbs in bed next to his wife. So I went to the other side of the bed with my wife. Both of the girls continued to make out and explore each other's bodies. Nice, nice, very nice. Later on, my buddy was banging his wife from behind while his wife made out with mine. My wife then rolled over and we started to have sex. It didn't last as long as I would have liked because it was so damn hot. I tip my cap for the honesty. Yeah, you know, we've all, we've all been there. Yeah, we've all shot a little early. We have tried to set this up again, but the other girl said everything had to line up perfectly for it to happen again. Here's hoping it does. Maybe Tim can give us a tip for it to happen again. Stay cute. I like that I am now the, the threesome whisperer. Yeah, you, yeah. This is unbelievable. All right, so Jackson, uh, what would you I like mean, to tend to? So, so many questions. Because you know the gentleman who wrote it in is going to listen. Yeah, and you know, God bless for you for saying just like it the in. gentleman who wrote in about the hot wife autumn. Hot wife autumn, the name of the podcast. Yeah, said she is going to call in. And we have, not, we, have, we have not had that call <laughs> yeah. to date. Believe it when I see it. And we can schedule on the podcast if she yeah. doesn't want to be on TMA. We can accommodate those of you enjoying your sexuality. Uh, Jackson, your question. Sure. So I assume they're they're out having drinks with another couple. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's all good and normal. Nothing out of the ordinary there. Um, I have so many questions about, like you said, it's not necessarily sniper fire. Like. Mm-hmm. Someone discussed this beforehand or at the venue picked up a read. Kind of would like to know a little bit more about that. Makes it more real for me. Uh, Number two question I have is you go back to the house. You're around the fire pit. What's the conversation? Because you said the the words that were said at the restaurant or the bar, let's go back and have a foursome. So what are you talking about? Around the fire, pits. I know. I, I yeah. Whether you like what, like how is that not awkward? Or if someone is courageous enough, being like, "What's 
get this all out there and mm. talk about it. Well, clearly the girls were talking. Yeah, it seems like the 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 emailer's wife was is, the aggressor. Is she the was aggressor. the predator. She was the aggressor. But then, right in in, in the in the moment that that really brought me a rush of dopamine yep. was my wife wanted to make sure her friend wouldn't regret it or feel uncomfortable, so she kept asking her if she was sure she wanted to do it. Next thing I know, the friend pushed her up against the truck and kissed her and said, "You mean do this?" And then right there, that's where I that's where I experienced a, a wonderful rush of euphoria. Right. They go upstairs. God, I really like that part. <laughs> The they go upstairs, and the ladies, now in nothing but their drawers, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. are starting to play. Right, and and as the emailer said, explore, the other guys are in the kitchen, I believe. Yes, that's right. My friend and I were hanging out in the kitchen. Right. Well, what are you talking about there? Again, although I, I got to be honest with you, I've been in that spot, not with the guy who put his hand on my lower back. <laughs> although it's possible, I just don't remember it. Uh huh. What do you talk about there? Like? When that's going on, yeah, God. I hadn't, I, I'll be honest, I haven't thought about this in so fucking long. Yeah. It is awkward. Yeah, like, but is, this is, is but, Justin Fields the real deal? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, at Eckler on a bye week, motherfucker. Yeah, what are you going to do? Uh, that, yeah, God, I got to tell you, though, what this is doing is it's taking me to a really positive place in my headspace. Yeah. Now my because, biggest Because... Uh, please continue. Sorry. No, yeah, you'll be happy. Well, at least I'll be happy. And if you're not, <laughs> I don't care. Because <laughs> I'm picturing being where this was going on, and they would always go in the shower. That was the move. Mm. God, that makes me really happy because I hadn't thought about it in a long time. <laughs> and that's great. But it also makes me think about being... It's just sitting there... With now, in this case, they know each other. It sounds like. Oh yeah, you have to think. In in the in my cases, I usually don't really know this gentleman. Now, my question to you is this, and we know you have had the sex, despite some members of the audience insisting otherwise. Right. But you have not had the group sex nope. as of yet. Nope. Would you rather have this occur, like this gentleman who sent in the email? Or would you rather have this occur like my situation? And by that, I mean the guy who sent the email, it's their friends. In my situation, they're essentially strangers. Strangers. I feel strongly about that. I just couldn't. I mean, I guess I I guess I I say I guess I could. And then I really kind of play it out. But at the same time, that means I'd like have to visualize a couple. And then that's a that's a weird deal right away. Yeah. And any of my friends who are listening to this, like, boy, you better not be thinking about <laughs> us. <laughs> yeah. Well. Okay. So I so I just I don't want that. I don't. I really don't want that. And I say I don't want that, knowing that the people <laughs> don't right. want me either. Right. So it's a, but but the <laughs> reason they don't want me is uh, uh, numerous reasons. I just I don't. I just I like the we're engaging in this. And then we move on, and then we never see each other again. Or if we do see each other again, it's strictly for the purpose of right. hooking up, and that's it. We're not dining. Mm-mm. The kids aren't getting together. And if, that, and if that's the way that people have their thing, that's totally cool. I'm just telling you, for me, that's not the road that I would want to travel. Right. I'm hanging out with people where the gentleman put their hands on my lower back or they beat off at the end of the bed. That's my gig. Right. And it's a really nice gig. 
I have my I have a I have a somewhat dense response to that. Wow. So uh, what you're saying, like, it's it's gonna be hard enough, pun not intended, to maintain. Yeah, an erection. Yeah. If I if with another guy present, I know like and I've never been in that situation, but uh, I, it was discussed once on TMA. I remember vividly because I had never been put in a situation. But Sydney Sweeney got brought up. Everyone knows I'm a big fan of Sydney Sweeney. As am I. Uh, yeah, you seem I, to be a bigger fan. I think anybody with eyeballs and would be a big fan. Um, she conveys sexuality with no words. She sure does. And uh, the the question became. Would I share Sydney Sweeney with Iggy? And I, my question was share. <laughs> threesome. And I said no. And it's not because of, it, but like any friend, like if I heard Iggy moan once, oh. I'm so flaccid. It's, not even, it's like not even. Oh, fun. you ruined the whole podcast. <laughs> but am I right? But I'm, the whole but I'm right. But I'm you right. ruined the whole podcast. Like doing yeah. it with your friend. Yeah. That's the thing. That, I, that might be, be, although you did it very vividly. <laughs> That is probably at the root of it the reason why my wonderful experiences have been with strangers. Right. Because you and I wouldn't have it any other no way. No history. You have no history with them. Nor is there any future either. Right. And that's important. They're just avatar they're sexual avatars. That's it. Yeah. Sexual avatars. That's the title of today's podcast. That's sexual perfect. avatars. Sexual avatars. And so uh, yeah, I, I I much prefer it to be with a stranger. Now secondly, my my so I, I I get that there is lesbian activity going on. And that is so yeah, wonderful. Sapphic play, and we love sapphic play. We really do. We're supporters we love, of it on this podcast. We, but we love any kink, you know. We'll maybe, yeah, we accept it. We don't kink shame on right. this podcast. We don't kink shame, but we we truly do. I mean, it's no secret. Sapphic play is is the fuel, um, and that's great. But then you're just at, after the sapphic play is done, you're just sleeping with your significant other, but in the same room. So, uh, in this case, it sounds like they were going to different bedrooms. Yeah. So, which is awesome. You know, congrats on the sex. But is, are we like, the lesbian play is great, but after that, it's just sex with your partner. Right. Like, I feel like it's not as tantalizing as if there was some sort of swap situation. Um, and I, I understand. Yeah. And when I was reading this, that's where I thought this was going, honestly. Yeah. yeah. Um, I did never cross my mind that like the buddy was gonna all of a sudden like start making a move on him, and, and it never and we never got there. Right. But uh, I thought about it for a second. You thought that he, the gentleman was. Well, when they it. said that they were in the kitchen, I thought that he might have like his buddy tried to make yeah. a move on I mean, him to like warm I up. I think about these these events in my life, and there was never one time except when the guy would put his hand on my lower back, where you're like, someone's <laughs> gonna make a move on me. God Almighty, uh, but. Yeah, I mean, it's it's uh, having having again, fortunately, been there. Yeah, I don't know. I, I I don't know. I don't know how to describe it other than that 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 doesn't that doesn't lessen it. If anything, now this is this is the thing uh, about it is it depends on what you're fueled by. I believe. I am in the minority on my passion for sapphic play and that most people in this situation would want to engage in coitus with the other female, Mm -hmm. like given the choice, right? Right. Right. Assuming all parties are cool, which is a very important disclaimer. Yeah. 
because I have had an incident where dead serious, I thought it was just going to be ex- essentially exactly what this gentleman sent in. Uh-huh. And the next thing I know, the female is making a move on me and the male's making a move on my oh, significant right, other. Right. And, and she was legitimately like, you know, again, I'm over my skis, as is the case with essentially every one of my involvements in my career, minus the girl named Elliot, who I hooked up with my freshman year at the Sigma Chi house that has led to an award that still carries on, even though the house has been kicked off campus like nine different times since then, the Elliot Award. Otherwise, I am usually the lesser of the parties in the trade. Right. And I, I come to the table with that awareness. But this girl was like in the, you know, Las Vegas nine category. Ooh. But... As it started, dead serious, I was like, eh, I'm enjoying it, but I would rather there be lesbianism. Right. Now, you tell me, I'm in the minority, am I not? Yes. Okay. Right. Yeah, yeah. So, in these experiences that I have had, I am, I am fully happy because I am getting that which I want, which is my, for whatever reason, obsession with two girls hooking up. Now- you bring a very fair point, which is most people would want to, if everybody's cool with it, engage with other parties. But to me, you bring the other parties into it if you know each other, especially. Mm-hmm. Takes it to the, yeah, that's like, I haven't seen the Las that's, Vegas Nine. Yeah. And I a- can't imagine. And honestly, I don't know if I would remember. Right. That that if 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 that were to happen. You now are opening up. Right. The dynamic, God only knows, the man. Di- the dynamic change. You know, I, somebody, who, everybody, if I gave the name, would, would, I don't even know how this topic came up with this person, too. Um, it, and goes, oh, yeah, that's not something I'm into. Or did, did you moan differently with him versus me? <laughs> I just remember that conversation. Uh. It was, and I'm like, yeah, I don't know. I, I, yeah, I don't know. I guess, I guess that's a, but to me, if you are at that point where it's going on, you are most likely comfortable, which is why I do agree. Like when Mr. Smith will send in text saying there's such a low divorce rate for people who open themselves up sexually because you have had to have had a conversation with your significant other, which conveys, Jackson, something that you're probably not there yet but it conveys an ability to have that kind of communication with your significant other. Right. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, Like, yeah. in order to broach that topic, mm-hmm. you have to have some confidence in your relationship. Right. So, and then also, Doug, Doug's opinion is most divorces are caused by people fucking around. I don't know if that's the case. I don't know. I don't know. People always say it's because of money, but I, I don't, that, don't, that one always surprises me as well, unless... Like it's you're running into financial problems and it causes stress on the relationship. Oh yeah, you see what I'm saying. I think it can be a combination of our, a ton of things. I don't think it's infidelity. I think more so it's just people grow apart. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. So with, with that all said, I, I've, I've you you open up to all of a sudden now like where you thought it was going, where I thought it might be going as well. If you hadn't talked about that, now that's a whole that's a whole different thing, right? You can't the just girl do... girl thing, yeah, is to me anyway safe. But as we had, who was it? Stephen Wildwood called into the show, and he's like, "Well, if you're sleeping with somebody else, it's cheating." And I'm and 
And I'm like, oh, I, I disagree with that. But there are a lot of people who view it that way, mm. that you're cheating. And I'm not mocking them for viewing it that way. They might mock me for viewing it the way I do. To me, you're cheating if you are not being honest with your significant other right. with regards to your interactions with other people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever, whatever they may be. And it, and it can be non-sexual interactions. And I think I said this in the podcast last yeah, week, did. or I said it on the radio. Yeah, I would, I would, if if I found out that my wife had like quote unquote as Sal the stockbroker had on the Howard Stern show, an emotional friend, and I didn't know about it, that that would devastate me mm-hmm. relative to our relationship, right? Um, because it's a breach of trust. Mm-hmm. So it just depends on what your perspective is. But I suppose if you're like interpreting your marriage vows in the literal sense that you will be with no one else, that right. you are cheating on your marriage vows. But if two people agree that they can do whatever, it's like, okay, I'm going to have a girlfriend on the side. Fine. I don't give a shit. I'm going to have a boyfriend on the side. Right. If everyone agrees. Then I don't view that as cheating. Agreed. How do you view it? Is it no, non like, You agree with that? Yeah. I mean, if, if, if you're being honest and you're like, you know, you establish and everyone's cool with it, not like, uh, uh, I keep going back to succession on this podcast, but uh, oh, yeah, what Shiv Shiv on the wedding night. Yeah, what after happened? Their, something happened. Did she bang somebody their, else on the wedding night? Uh, well, she had been banging the, her coworker right, forever, right. and then on the night of their wedding, after they already said I do, she's like, "Yeah, I think we'd have like an open relationship." And Tom's <laughs> like, "Oh, <laughs> oh!" And that, of course, led to the end of season three. Yeah. What happened at season the end of season three? But. Um, yeah, if as long as like before anything, like bef- like during the courtship even, or even like into the early stages of the relationship before anyone asks to be married, you have established ground rules. Or if things change, you talk about them in the moment, not six months down the road. Right. And everyone's in agreement and like not like bullshit like agreement, like agreement agreement. Then no, I don't think it's it's all about trust. Trust is the that, that, I, that, I, that, that part right there is, I agree with 100%. Now, I'm listening to Maitland Ward's book. Iggy, of course, uh, we talked about that. That was a compliment sent in via an emailer about his interview with Maitland Ward. He and the Plowhawk interviewing on Pepper and Jeannie. And she tells a story of having this threesome, and I guess her husband was there, and she felt terrible the next day because she had had an orgasm with this woman, and she apologized, and he's like, no, it's totally cool, and you're bisexual, great. Why would I want you to suppress that? Mm-hmm. So, you know, right. it depends that sometimes I suppose I'm, I'm viewing it through my lens, which is total double standard of, I like girl, girl thing for whatever reason, like to a point where it's like, people are like, this is fucking weird, you know, but I do. And for the purpose of just being transparent with the audience, that's where I am. Uh, that I'm completely cool with it. But I'm sure there are some people who would go, no. And, and we did. We talked about it on KFNS a couple of years ago. I don't know if you were on the show yet. And there were a few people, not many, who texted in going, I would never want my wife with another woman. That would be either cheating or what if she fell in love with the woman? And I'm just like, yeah, those things don't cross my mind. Right. Don't care. Doesn't matter. Right. And if you she know. fell in love with the woman, wouldn't that be? Like, I got to be the hottest thing. <laughs> like, if, as long as you got to like keep living in the house, right. wouldn't it just be right. the greatest? <laughs> as long as I'm not like not your Butch Patrick's werewolf down <laughs> yeah. and relegated to the basement. Right. As long as you're not in the basement, can like still like enjoy. <laughs> yeah. Like, and, and like you know, my my kids aren't calling. You know, the new whatever. I'm not. I'm, I'm Tim now in the house. <laughs> <laughs> so. Yeah, I, I it's it, and that's the th- that's what it gets bound down. Yeah, to. Some exactly. people like something, some people like other things. In this case, this gentleman asks me, 
a, a tip to make it happen again. I mean, you're going to somebody who is like on a, you know, just on a, on a, on a drought like streak here. Okay. So coming to me, you have a better chance asking Jackson. I don't know. I mean, I suppose my we obviously have a lot of questions for you here. Jackson yeah. has asked a number of them. Yeah. We've tried to set this up again, but the other girl said everything had to line up perfectly for it to happen again. I don't know what that means. Well, that's that's why I reread it because to me it strikes me as maybe she doesn't want to cuz if you wanted something to happen, right. You make it happen. Yep. Yep. I feel like. Now, I realize, assuming, I don't know if they made reference to having kids. Um, yeah, a lot of details have been left out. Yeah, but I mean, how many married couples in St. Louis don't have kids? Like, Anna Marie and I were a total outlier for a number of years, and it wasn't because we had chosen not to. You know, we were trying to. We couldn't. Uh-huh. Um, and fortunately, we're able to conceive two children naturally. Yeah. Even then, that's with doing IVF. So you never know what people's situations are and having lived that. I don't go, well, do you have kids? Because it could be a sore subject. I don't fucking know. But I'm assuming there are kids. If there are kids, then it complicates the situation. Big I time. just said at the beginning, I want to go to Montevani's thing, and after they listen to this podcast, I might be barricaded from appearing. <laughs> but uh, but um, it's like, okay, we got to get somebody to watch our, our sons, you know, and that makes it awfully difficult much less i want to set up a a foursome you know we have kids they have kids yeah you know you have to make up some serious well and i guess if i had any tips i mean kind of try to replicate the same set of circumstances the first time if things need to line up right and it happened during that night you go back to the same bar you say let's go back to the house fire up the fire pit it's fall time sweater weather Try it again. Just, I guess, replicate the same set of circumstances and hope and pray. Other than that, I think you're going to kind of be at the mercy of the party who isn't, who's saying, you know, it all needs to line up right. Because I'm, I'm in agreement with you. If she really wanted to do it again, it wouldn't be like, you know, to wait till things line up again. It's like, yeah, let's set something up. I went in on the record that I just received a call from Joe Buck while we were discussing this. And I said, sorry, I'll call you right back. I'm in the middle of recording a podcast, breaking down threesomes. Yeah, we can pause the recording. No, 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 no. I mean, I think we've covered a lot of, I think we've covered a lot of ground. Yeah, I think we've. I think it's clear that we are supportive. Yes, yes. You can, I I don't want to say you can come to us with anything, because that's not true. (laughs) People have come to us with everything, and it has not gone well. But, um... Yeah, I really like. I'm pulling for this guy, big time, and his wife, big time. God, I'm in their corner, and I'm. And oh, I, I can't tell you like the kick in my step I would have if this could just happen once every <laughs> few months. You have no idea. The problem for me is I've had it, right? Like and a, I think I've. There, I was listening to some interview. And I feel like it was with a rapper too, which is, shows just how fucking weird my life was. But don't become addicted to things that are luxuries or don't become addicted to things that are not necessarily sustainable. And, you know, I got addicted to living in Florida in the winter yeah. and in whatever, threesomes, foursomes, whatever. And now it's going, oh, my God, I'm now just staring into the abyss. Yeah. <laughs> going, yeah. what, what do I? I'm just going to try to become a scratch golfer. And no one, especially my wife, will give a shit if and when that happens. That's what I got. I need 
Jackson some things to look forward to. So I guess now I'll look forward to emailers sending in their stories of shit that I want to be doing. Yeah, I mean, but I would have a kick in my. You would know it. I'd be like, "There's Tim. I guess he just had a, th- a threesome. <laughs> he's walking like he's got a rocket up his ass." Oh my god! Yeah, I just and and it's just now I'm just now I'm just a guy going into work. Yeah, just clocking in. Coming home with a bunch, looking like uh, Zoolander <laughs> at the bar with Vince Vaughn and John Voight. <laughs> <What a reference. laughs> and that's, that's, that's all. I'm clocking in yep. and I'm, you know. The rat race. That's what it is. And I mean, I'm telling you, it's just been weeks at a time in Las Vegas playing in the World Series of Poker like of course I am. What else would I be doing? <laughs> playing fucking hundreds of rounds of golf in Florida in March. You know, by myself on a golf course in Jupiter, Florida, on a mission, on a fucking mission. Yep, and now it. it's, <laughs> I think I got the black lung pop. That's that's what you're I Oliver am. Oliver Twist? <laughs> no, that's what Derek Zoolander said. Oh, that's right, that's right, Boyd. that's right. Um, <sighs> yeah, yeah you're, you're Henry Hill at the end of Goodfellas, <laughs> eating egg noodles and ketchup. <laughs> I used to have them all. Oh, yeah, I used to bang him two at a time. All right, Joe just texted me. I said, sorry, I'm recording a podcast. I'll call you right back. And he said, give me a phonetic on Burkett. Ooh. How honored are you right now? Seriously? You don't even know this. Wow. You don't even know that this is going on while I'm saying I got. So it would be. Uh, a rush just came over my mind. I'm serious. It would be rush. B-U-R caps yeah, K-E-T-T, the second one. Yeah, probably an E at the end of it. Just to like, people misspell my name and they throw an E at the end. Uh, let's see. Okay. He's asking for phonetics on. Wow. This is great. Oh, so much goes on in this podcast. I know. This is, yeah, this is, we, we should do it like in a live studio with like people walking past us. <laughs> like we're on the Today <laughs> Show. Live audience. Yeah. Yeah. hundred uh, percent. Oh, Laugh God. track and all. Oh, it's, uh, well, it's, th- these erotic stories though. I mean, it's just launching the podcast into a. So what did we talk about today? What did we learn? This is like the end of a Stern interview. By the way, this is going to let me know. We're going to do another Joe Buck. Joe Buck's waiting by the phone for me to just <laughs> word vomit on a podcast. Uh, Bruce Springsteen on Stern. So you're just nodding at me like, yeah, Well, I thought you, you were, I thought you had like a... Like no, a, I was... So have you seen it? No, you, no, you, no. But you're, you wouldn't watch that anyway. See, I'm not a big Springsteen guy. James right. Carlton, 314-961-4800. Big Springsteen guy. Uh, let's see... Um, and I just love Stern's interviews, right. like the one that followed up right after that one. Play it was two hours and fifteen minutes. It Jesus. was video, and I just sat there and watched it, or yeah. while I was working out. I was Charlie Puth, who I couldn't. Oh, no, I mean, I respect he's incredibly talented musically. It's not necessarily my scene per se, but then the interview's so fucking good. Now right. I'm watching an hour long interview with Charlie Puth <laughs> yeah. because it's so good. Which, speaking of Joe, he would do with his show. Right. Abby Wambach was one that I remember standing like I'm not gonna. My next thing, I'm like, fuck this, Abby Wambach's incredible. But that's right. because the interview was so good. Yeah, you can make, you can make the, you know the interviewee. Yeah. So how did, how did I get on this, the Stern-Springsteen thing? I don't think you just looked at me and said Stern-Springsteen. <laughs> there had to be a reason, but it just doesn't matter. No. Eh, doesn't matter. Either that people would want to watch the podcast, but the podcast is us reading erotic stories and or questions. Oh, the mon- what did we learn here? That's what Stern would do. For whatever reason, he does this out of his interviews, and I wonder if somebody told him to. It's the strangest thing. What did we learn here? <laughs> swear he does. Like I'm back in seventh grade. <laughs> I swear to God. What did we learn here? What did we learn? I don't here even today? remember what we talked about. What did we learn here today? 
And that's that's why I'm doing it. Right. We talked about how Mark Monavati really needs to win. St. Louis County executive here, which we'll find out in the next few hours. Yep. Um, compliments directed toward you, running point on TMA when I am out. Just wonderful. Because for real, like when I used to go to these Las Vegas trips where I'd play poker for hours on end, and Joe would run point, the anger directed at producer Probably Joe. Joe would run point. Oh, yeah. I didn't know that. The Cat and Doug, two guys who could broadcast in their sleep, like treat running point like, well, I mean, you know. I remember that, once after I ran that's, point. That's point. Reggie Miller at the Garden. I, we just can't possibly get into that zone. I remember once I did, the first time I ran point, Doug texted me that day. He goes, hey, thanks for running point. I just don't like talking. <laughs> the greatest thing about Doug Vaughn is in a business full of people lacking self-awareness and what their real limits are, <laughs> Doug Vaughn has full-on self-awareness. It's unbelievable. And uh, yeah, he's like, yeah, I don't. I, that's not what I do. Right. He I'm the guy who responds and makes weird noises when you say something weird, and I have no interest in doing what you do at all. This that came up when Hadley brought up, "Hey, buddy, I really want to, I really want to grow Doug's brand." And I, and I thought to myself, I'm like. Kind of like when people email me about Doug's political opinions, you ought to, you ought to discuss it with him. You should discuss with his brand I stopped brand representing manager. Doug years ago. <laughs> his brand. C C A A. I stopped representing Doug. Um, and then I, for whatever reason, I said, hey, just on the off chance I have you wrong, are you interested in growing your brand? And he goes, oh, God, no. I want to do less. My brand. <laughs> the Doug Vaughn brand. <laughs> Let's grow the Doug Vaughn brand. How this thing, wait, 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 and this, this is like a thing that's only five years old. People have been broadcasting and doing shows for years. But this thing about brands and influencers, uh, oh, my God. You know, I, it's, uh, I, I, Don't I, fight me on this. I'll come across no, it. No, 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 Don't no. Don't fight no. me on this because no. I've been living it. No, I'm just— It, I'm, is, I'm, it just, is a garbage word used by corporate hand jobs who have no exactly. idea about actually building an audience. So this is what I, to my point, I always go back to HBO TV shows on here, but I will, I will make another comparison on entourage. Vince is looking for a new agent and they go to all these different oh, agencies yeah, and yeah, every yeah. single time yeah. it's McDonald's, Mercedes, Vincent Chase. Ah, yes. Nice. And, and, and they keep saying no to these people because it's always the same thing. They finally go back to Ari. He does the exact same thing. And they say, Ari, we thought you were different. Because yeah, yeah. it's not, it's not, it's, that's just cookie cutter bullshit. It doesn't actually mean anything. You, you can't build a brand by setting out to build a brand. No. You follow me? I'm brand? spitting knowledge here. Right. All right. I'm on the mountaintop and you're lucky to be listening to me. You cannot build a brand by trying to build a brand. If you really want to build a brand, you do it organically. That's how it actually winds up happening. Yep. These fuck sticks on TikTok <laughs> and Instagram just lying about the lives they're leading. Yeah. Oh, oh my. Yeah. I'm telling you, I'm like, I know I can do it. I don't want to do it. I don't, if somebody, need, it needs to be like the World Series of Poker where they walk out when it's like heads up and they dump all the money, even though it's not real money, on the table. And then maybe it becomes real. Like if somebody goes, okay, you can say you don't want to do this shit, but here, here are, here's whatever you would make if you decide to basically expose your entire life yeah. via social media. And do a lot more dancing. And a lot more dancing. I haven't danced <laughs> since November 19, 2011. And when I was dancing on November 19, 2011, our wedding, I said, this is it. <laughs> this is the last time <laughs> I danced. This is the first and last yeah, dance. This is the, this Here is it, it is. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, 
God. Up to Tin Roof with me. We'll dance it up. You'll dance it up when you're dancing alone. Fucking rug. But uh, speaking of Bill Maher, I really would recommend. You, I'm gonna, I want you to watch. You can go back in your Horton Watkins studio. It's only like seven minutes. Yeah, I'll and watch I want it. you to come out of there and give me your response. You're gonna you're gonna walk <laughs> out of there like learn? you saw a ghost. <laughs> <laughs> What'd you learn? Because <laughs> um, it's kind of like when I broke down. Okay, well, th- what what if this happens? What if this happens? You go shit. No matter what, one of those two things has happened. I go, there you go. Winter's coming. Yeah, damn it. Yeah, but this is this is more of a harsh concrete uh, situation with winter coming and it is arriving. Um, but uh, what was I fucking saying? Hell, I don't know. What does it matter? We've talked enough. Yeah, we've we've covered it all. What did we learn here today? <laughs> You could ask. We could ask like five minutes every five minutes. What did we learn? I won't give you. I can't give you an answer. Another thing he does is you've said it all. Now I know what he's doing there. You said it all. And Anna Marie, when I'm listening (laughs) to this interview, loves it because he's just like it's so, it's so hack. Yeah, but I think he's doing it intentionally. But what he does is he wraps interviews, and then the guest kind of now disarms themselves right. with their defense mechanism that they're being interviewed, and then he gets more good shit. Yeah, little bonus. Like yeah. something happened. I got to ask James about this with Springsteen's wife and Howard. And I tried to find it, and I couldn't find it, which is why Springsteen wouldn't come on the show. Oh, wow. Something like, and I'm like, I, I, but they never got into it. And they kind of, dan- like Bruce seemed like he was willing to get into it, and then Howard's like, I'm an asshole. You know I'm an asshole. And he goes, well, she's Sicilian. She has a long memory. She'll never forget but, you know, she did forgive. And I'm like, man, what the fuck did you yeah, do seriously. and say? I have no idea. That didn't seem like Howard to, like, say something like that and keep the, it The Howard the of 10, 15 years ago, 100%. That was the guy that you know now is a totally different guy than right. the guy that became what he became. So anyway, whatever. But he's, what have we learned here today? And then Springsteen kind of lets down his guard. And then he goes into something, you know, that's, I think that's the trick. But it's like, it's so, it's like if, if I heard... You do that on, at the end, like if you started a podcast and you asked me to give you feedback, and, I, and at the end you go, so what are we learning today? I go, Jackson. So interview. This whole, so the, this whole thing at the end, like that was going great, and then you did this, what did we learn here today thing? That's no, the most acne shit. Well, if I said, like Frank Sinatra, well, we've said it all. <laughs> and that's how I closed it out. That's what he does. He goes, you've said it all. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's awkward. Yeah, it yeah, it's, it's really it awkward. Is. But it's done, and it's done like so intentionally hackneyed yeah. that I assume it's, I don't know. I don't it's know. hard to wrap. Interviews are, I've noticed like, People like there's landing the plane. Yeah, it's hard. It's tough. It's hard to like with a phoner. It's different because it's like there's kind of like that natural like, yeah. hey, it's great talking to you. Like have but a I great do them so and, often with sound story. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You know. And there's times where it's perfect and seamless, and there's other times where it's yeah, like it you got to be a little creative. It's so awkward off on sound story. It's happened like one or two times where somebody goes, oh, um, you know, like their family members in studio. Which for those of you doing a sound story, I would personally recommend to not be in studio. Right. It's a little pro tip. Uh, will jump in and say, oh, you didn't talk about this. And I'm like, oh, okay, let me right, jump it's, back it's in. But, I mean, hey, that's their story. Their, I want them to do it, so right. that's for sure. But then I'm like, oh, shit, I fucked it up. Live TV interviews, I've noticed, are, like, impossible for people to rap. Oh, I, well, I'm thinking of my little world where you were on the clock, you know. Right. Like, at the most, I had six minutes. Can you imagine me doing a six-minute interview? <laughs> yeah. and, or I used to do 90-second hits from Bush Stadium or what at the time was – Scott Trade Center, not Enterprise Center. Yeah, you know. I can't. I can't imagine. Well, you. Steve, the Blues take on the Islanders here tonight. They're in the middle of a five-game losing streak, but Craig Berube believes that the team is playing some good hockey and should break through at any moment. Soundbite. So, Blues and Islanders here tonight at Enterprise Center, seven o'clock. We'll have highlights coming up at ten o'clock. Back to you in the studio, Steve. 
That's wow. it. There it is. That'll wrap her on up. It's a tough business. Yep, Not anybody. That's why you go you're to getting, journalism. And this school. is why you're getting back into TV. Like, that's why I also <laughs> am getting back. You were inspired TV. by Doug Vaughn to oh return to television. God. Unbelievable. How would the reception? How warm would the reception be? Like if I did what I really wanted to do, it'd be great. People would watch. But if I had to do like this, no, no, shit, no, oh no, 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 you would have to. Have that's to, the thing. I went back there in 2009. They they were out of people to do it. And they asked me if I could anchor a couple nights. And I go, yeah, I'll do it. Sure. And I wrote this most benign, hackneyed, like I thought it was hackneyed. Mm -hmm. And it was something along the lines of the Blues were on a losing streak. And I said something like, um, God, similar to Tiger Woods right now, the Blues have no interest in being at home because they had a home losing streak. Uh, Just a nice little, just a little, it's just a creative way. Yeah. And the producer of the 10 o'clock news that night comes back and goes, that's a little too risky. For and I go, boy, this is a reminder of why. Yeah, this is why this is why I got the hell out of here. I mean, if I can't do that. Yeah, I mean, that shit you just said right there should be followed by ba Like, that's... I, like, I'm like, I don't even... Like, I'm just trying to do something. Yeah. And I don't care if people call the complaint. You gotta understand, they were calling and complaining when I was in Columbia, Missouri, and 22 right. years old, the colonel is my producer. And he's well, more people called. If you, do you want to take the calls or not? No, it's great. Yeah. People, these people are watching. God, yeah. It was a whole thing. Anyway, so what did we learn here? You're going to keep asking me that. I'm gonna, all I'm going to tell you is that I lost money. Somehow, we started the podcast, and I had 20 You bucks. thought JFK was 18 when he was in, inaugurated. Yep, yeah, yeah. I thought, well, shit. I knew he was the youngest. My text, my text in my my own text inbox is a hotbed of activity right now. Is it? It really is. Yeah, I, one time when I was interviewing Ryan Joe, uh, <laughs> like we had, done, and I didn't know, I didn't know, like he oh. was done, <laughs> and I still had a couple things that were kind of like non sequiturs, so to speak. And I, this was so fucking embarrassing. It really was. And I go, so when you went to, I think he went to Aaron Andrews' wedding, oh. and he was, and Aaron put him at a table with Larry David. Oh. Well, your reaction, fucking dream. your reaction to that is not the reaction Joe had when I brought it up after like we had been talking for 90 minutes. And, and he gave me the absolute crystal clear, the plane has landed, we are done. Yeah, it was nice. Phil. It was you know, nice. Um, he goes, yeah, that happened. You know, we can talk about it another time. I'm like, oh, motherfucker. I usually, it's a sixth sense. You know yeah, when somebody's you know. done. Yeah, right. And I'm like, oh, I didn't pick up on it. I don't know fucking asshole and i'm asking something that i know the audience would be interested in hearing as right. your reaction shows oh my god but you know my guest had had given me his time <laughs> and now he's he's decided it's time to move on and then i'm going like yeah and tell me about the you know it's like the chris farley story. what about the time that uh yeah, yeah that was awesome oh fuck I, i'm such an idiot i could i could seriously like i could ask a 90 minute questions on sitting at a wedding with larry david I don't like to think about it, honestly. Yeah, that's a tough one. I, I, and you're right. It is like a sixth sense. Like you can only. Yeah, you just know. Right. But so if somebody asked me how you know, I wouldn't be able to exactly. tell. Exactly. Right. Right. It's but totally. No, there's a, there's a pacing yeah. to the conversation. There's a breathing pattern. I mean, again, it's not like I'm like, oh, I just noticed their breath. You just you just know from. Yeah. But it's what I fucking do. It's the only thing I can do. Um, so what did we learn here today? Fuck. We, we learned that. Let's see if I can re- review my math real quick. There have been 17 senators turned president. There's been 2,000 senators total. 
And JFK was 42 years young when he was elected and 45 when he died. 43 elected, 46 when he died. Fuck. For whatever reason, we're off on a year. I don't know. We can tend to Venmo again. No. <laughs> I'm out. You're done. You, could, you know I, you're going to bet me again on something. I know. Like, it, like who's is Alabama playing the Citadel again sometime <laughs> soon? Like, they could play them, and you could give me They Alabama. are playing a team with a top hat as a logo. <laughs> I oh, saw. Stetson? Is it Stetson the Mad Hatter? They got Stetson? Leonard Hamilton last night. Did they? The you didn't lost? know that. Four wow, State look lost? at me with some college basketball information. I thought the only know. upsets were USC, Oklahoma, and... Yep. Wow. CY leaves the program and it falls apart. See, yeah. Friend good, of the show. Good shit. Yeah, boy. I, I did think about that when I saw him on the bench last night. Because I remember when I called the SID... They couldn't believe we wanted CY instead of Leonard he Hamilton. He was like, why do you want C, you want CY, you know, Charlton Young, the assistant coach, and not Leonard Hamilton? Like... Leonard and Dennis worked together forever. I was like, no, we want to see why he just did this Kansas City Star thing. Listen, it's balloon believe. party. We do things a little differently. Right. We see the future. Right. <laughs> All right, time to shut it down. Wonderful podcast. Thank you for the erotic stories. Um, you want to get a sound story, by the way, mysoundstory.com, the promo code TMA. That's up, and that gets you 10% off? Yeah. That is up. You can yep. confirm? Okay. Um, so we get 10% off because, Jackson, they're filling up now. And that's what happens in November and December. And uh, you need to open up uh, this, what did we learn here today, that I needed to tend to my things that I'm tending to on, on the air. Uh, my schedule needs to, now that I know, I think I said, oh, Fridays don't work because I'm usually at Friday at noon on the golf course. Right. Eh. Yeah, different story. That's not, those, those days are unfortunately yeah, in we'll the rearview mirror and they're not going to be arriving for six months. So I'm available on Fridays. MySoundStory.com, book me, book Doug, book Jackson, book Learn. Um, and we'll have uh, more news on Sound Story coming up here shortly. For Action Jackson, I'm Tim McKernan. This has been the Tim McKernan Show from the HomeLoanExpert.com studios. Peloton, let's go! This holiday, with the right music and the right motivation from world-class instructors. We're going to pick it up a notch. It's the holiday season. You might just surprise yourself with what you're capable of. Work out to thousands of live and on-demand classes, from running to cycling to yoga. Try Peloton risk-free with a 30-day home trial. New members only, not available in remote locations. See additional terms at onepeloton.com slash home dash trial. Peloton, motivation that moves you.